means where it is important with God. Don't miss the way it is important with God. It doesn't matter where you have been. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter who you have, you have been with. It doesn't matter how many people you have been with. It doesn't matter or, or, where, you, where you are standing now. You have an opportunity. In your life now, you have what? An opportunity to live for Jesus. You have an opportunity to be for God. You have an opportunity. Don't miss it where it is important. And I told them, one of the first things was human opinion. It's one of the things that brought Saul down. Human opinion. Human opinion. He was standing there when he had made a mistake and he was being corrected. Someone was correcting him. When he made a mistake, someone was correcting him. You know what he said? He said, okay, fine, your correction is good, but don't let the people see that you are correcting me. I'm the king. I told them sometime. I said, if you ever see any leader I can rebuke in, in a leader's meeting or in a meeting like this, like I said, it means I trust the person that the person has matured. If I'm afraid to rebuke you, you, you are, I'm as, everybody's going to be afraid of you. I'm, tell, I'm telling you. It means I know that you, can, you cannot take it. You cannot take it. You are, you are sore. You can't take it. So, listen, Samuel, I know I've done the wrong thing, but don't, don't say it loudly. I don't want people to know. I'm the king. I'll be embarrassed. David, his first mistake, when God gave him options of punishment, when one of the options was that the children of Israel would die. He said, God, what have they done? If I'm the one who made the mistake, leave them alone. Two different hearts. One, don't let the people see. One say, leave the people alone. Human opinion. David did not care that the people would know when he did something wrong with Bathsheba. He didn't care. He, 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 immediately Nathan came and came and said, David, this is what you did. Bible said, he cast himself on the floor there and then in front of all his mighty men. He said, oh God, I have sinned. Oh God, I have done. Oh God. Read the accounts of scriptures. They are, they are kings that prophets came to tell them that this is what you have done and they immediately arrested the, king, the prophet. David had a different heart. God, David knew that when everybody is for you and God is against you, you have lost. One with God is majority. So David, he was the one who said, it will be better that I will dwell in the house of God than to, uh, I will be a gatekeeper in the house of God. He said, than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. He said, if I have a four bedroom, and it is a tent of wickedness. He said, it will be better that I will be houseboy. I will be security man in the house of God. What kind of mentality is this? Today I was, I was, I was on the internet and I, I saw something. A Chinese guy who preached to 10,000 people before they, they, they killed him. Because there's a lot that they don't preach. They, if you, they catch you preaching, they're going to kill you. So the guy, he had the opportunity... And he says, no, he would rather preach to those 10,000 people and die. Don't miss it where it is important. Don't miss it where it is important. Don't miss it at the heart. 
That's why you shouldn't miss it. Don't miss it at the heart. As I was meditating on something, our Christianity and everything that has to do with God has to do with life. When God is not in a place, there's no life. Now, I was telling somebody, I said, the church, when they say, how is your church growing like that? How are people coming, and people come, they're always sharing testimonies. That I said, we are not praying for growth. There's a simple arithmetic. How many of you, when your, your mother gave birth to you, were praying that you grow? No, no, I want to know. Or, did you plant a maze? You go back, Father Lamantobaya, Rakaba. All things being equal, soil correct, rain correct, everything correct, it is supposed to grow. Why? Because God has put growth in life. Once there is life in something, it is supposed to grow. So most of the time, the reason why some people don't see certain progress is because there is no life. Life. It doesn't matter the vision God gives you. It doesn't matter what God creates with you. It doesn't matter the specification He gives you. There must be life in it. After making Adam, He had to breathe into Adam the breath of life. Life is a different component. God can give you a vision, correct vision by God, but it will still not be growing. Why? It lacks life. Because when life comes into it, growth starts. I have many people share different kinds of testimony as they went to sit in a certain church. When they were sitting there, they, went, they were in a hurry to go home. But to the, to the glory of God, when, we, when they come to church on Sunday, first service people are still dragging seats with second service people. People come to church, first service, they will close, look left there and they will put their bag there. They will look around and they will come and sit there. As though they also came for second service. They will stay for both services and still be hanging around. It only takes life for that to happen. Because there is life in the place. Now, some of you say, Oh, Pastor, you know you can preach. You are, you are joking. You know, you know preachers? There are different people who can really preach. Oh. Some people even know, I told you, you know the number of teeth that God has. And they can show you in scripture. I know someone who told me, he said, the number of teeth, I'm telling you that the teeth of God is, you know, it's 12 teeth. Hey, what the fuck are we? <laughs> and he was proving it to scripture. That 12 is the number of judgment and is the number of government. That means God, when God smiles, it is judgment. Hey! Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> People have revelations. People have different revelations. People saying, no, it, it, what, what you don't know is that what I, when I communicate with you, I communicate life. Many people, uh, I'm, sometimes I'm even laughing at all of you, you know why? Because at camp, I told everybody right expectation. Between the beginning of camp to the end of camp, everybody said, while I was preaching, I mentioned the thing they had in their book. How can I mention everybody's own? When I was talking, the Holy Ghost was saying something else to you.
And sometimes, one, one, one lady sent me a message today. She said, every time she thought of a question she couldn't answer, the next time she comes to church, I'm answering the question. Life. Because the Holy Ghost is the one communicating. Now, how does this life come about? Someone say grace. Alright? Grace. Now, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So, we break it down. What is with Jesus Christ? Grace. I was grace and truth came by Jesus. So what is with Jesus? So what? Grace. When you come to God, what? Grace. Why? Love. How? Fellowship. What is with God? Grace. Let me tell you what the Holy Ghost does. Jesus, Jesus or Christ is a raw material. It is not, Christ is not communicable. Okay, let me put it down like this. You want to eat um, yam balls, right? How many of you know that yam balls? You know yam balls? Oh, go to restaurants and those things. <laughs> Some of you don't know yam balls. All right, so, so, you want to eat yam balls. Now, someone goes to the farm, brings you yam. He has brought you reality. What he has brought to you is correct. He is 100% correct for bringing you yam balls. The only problem is that you cannot eat it. He has brought you the yam. The only problem is that you cannot eat it. So, so many people know Jesus that they cannot relate to. Because the reality of Christ is not communicable in its state. It is the Holy Spirit. Remember what Jesus said. He said, it is expedient. It is ex- important that I leave. How, how is it important that Jesus would say, it is, I have to go? Jesus said, I have to go. Because the, the real thing is not me being here. Oh. He said, the real thing, the essence is not that I'll be here. I don't have to be here. <laughs> when he was on earth, he stayed on earth. His, his ministry was just three years. And he says, those, those three years when, was not enough for God to finish what he wanted to do. So he said, it is important that I leave. It is expedient that I leave. He said, when I go, he said, I will send you the promise of the Father. Now let me explain something. Hmm. I wish you can, I hope you can get it. There are 7,000, when you read the scriptures, there are 7,000 promises of God. Oh, the projector is not here. God does not own. God does not want to give you money. There's nothing you ask from God that He gives you that thing. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. Let's calm down. Okay, think about it. Think about it, that you ask God for maybe a thousand Ghana CD. So is he going to drop it from heaven? No. 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 Because 
that money, that thousand Ghana CD, it will dematerialize in heaven. It cannot exist. It is not reality. So, there is what God will communicate. That can be processed into that thousand Ghana CD for you. When you read the scriptures, you realize that anytime you pray to God, God has just one answer to give you. Money does not even qualify to be true riches. When Jesus Christ talked about true riches, money does not qualify. Money will need many things to be added to it for it to even qualify. It will need mercy. It will need righteousness. It will need honor. It, it, it needs many things to be added to it. Because the first time Jesus Christ even made reference to money, he called it unrighteous. Have I, am I going above people's head now? It's above some people's head. Eh? Basic message, eh? Basic, eh? Like I preached that encounter, uh, I said it's basic message. I, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying. Basic. So, when you read Luke chapter 11, verse 13, Jesus Christ said something. He said, which of you, now look at it, this is communication. Which of you will ask your father for a stone, for, for bread and he'll give you stone? you ask him for egg and give you a scorpion. He said, even so, your father being good, why won't he give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Ah, he's talking about bread and egg. When he, talks to the, when he talks about the Father, he says Holy Spirit. The highest thing God can give any man and not add anything to it again is the Holy Spirit. When I told you before, I said, when God gave us the Holy Spirit, he thought we were sorted. So when we come asking for things, he is surprised. Hey, hey. Jesus Christ said, I will send you the promise of the Father. Make sure you are listening now. He said, I will send you the promise of the Father. Never forget the word promise. 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 How many of you remember this scripture when I was sharing on pneumatica? It says, with stammering lips and another tongue, I will speak to these people. And he said, and this is the rest. This is the rest. Now, the word rest over there, the Hebrew word is manuka. Now, that word manuka is the same word Moses used, where God used when he was talking to Moses about the promised land. The land that flows with milk and honey. He says, when these people with a stammering lips and another tongue, he said, when they begin to speak in tongues, he said, this is the promised land. And the Holy Ghost is not the promised land, but the Holy Ghost is the promise. He's the promise of the land. <laughs> Listen, our Christianity is dead without the Holy Spirit. God, I said, think about it. I, I, I thought about it, I thought about it, I thought about it, and, and this thing didn't make sense. Jesus, I said it at Encounter Lab, I couldn't go deep into it. Jesus was about to leave, and when he's about to leave, I mean, he should, he should sort the guys out well. 
Because Peter left his fish, left everything to follow. So if you are living, sort him out well. Andrew, John, James, all the, they left. According to you know my calculation, if Jesus started ministry at 30, and John was like 10 years younger than him, that means John and James came to Jesus in about the year, maybe they were about 19, 20 years old. I mean, so the guys followed Jesus with their youth. So if you are going, tell them, okay, we wasted three years to follow. Give us our ex-gracia. Anything. Sort us out well, because, look, but two things, there were only two things he did for them. The first one was that, the Bible says, he blew on them. He blew, said, so that they might understand the scriptures. Which shows us that they already knew the scriptures. It didn't make any difference. <laughs> if they didn't know the scriptures, he would have blown them and go and read the scriptures. No. He said he blew on them that they might understand the scriptures. Because you see, the Jews, it's a normal thing with them. In every family, they give you a book to cram. So every Jewish boy, if he doesn't even know anything in the Bible, they, maybe if it's his family uh, cramming Isaiah, if they don't know anything, if they don't know other books, Isaiah, he can quote from beginning to end. It's part of the training. And Moses said, if your child refused to do it, you should stone him so you should understand. <laughs> so that is part of it. And once they start young like that, they know it. Because at a certain point in their history, they were not allowed to carry the, the, the Tanakh. So they had to divide it into families like that. So that when they, all families come together, that is the Tanakh standing there. So they did it religiously. Now, he blew on them, that he blew on them the spirit, again, the spirit, that they might understand the scriptures. But something remarkable happened on the day of Pentecost. Peter probably knew Joel 2.28. He had known it long ago. <laughs> But when the Holy Ghost came upon him, the scripture came alive. He knew this is the situation. Oh. The scripture came alive. No, Moses, when you're working with the Holy Ghost, that's what happens. You get into a situation and a particular scripture will come alive. And I, showed him, I said, this is the science of faith. I explained to them, I said, this is the reason why people never get anything from God. Let's say, this guy is... Um, um, a philanthropist and he gives people money for school fees alright and maybe this year he gave 20,000 students money for school fees the fact that you heard that this guy does it doesn't mean he has said he will do it for you but it is the truth he does it <laughs> it is the truth God is good you might never see it This is proper BFD, you understand? It is the truth. So, most of the time, when we are preaching things about God, and you are not seeing it, we are not lying no. God is a miracle worker. Still, who want them? 
the same way, the guy is a philanthropist. It is the truth that he sponsors people in school. But until he looks at you and says, I am supposed to be told, you, you have no right to tackle him for it. So, it is the Holy Spirit who helps bring Scripture alive. There are two ways that it happens. The Holy Spirit can decide to just do it without you asking. It is a realm. And the realm of God. It's called the sovereignty of God. And that one, it happens one, 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 one. I was explaining yesterday in midweek. I said concerning men that God takes in every generation. Those are acts of mercy. You cannot do anything to be like that. You look at that. You, you don't, you can't do, you didn't do anything for God to say, oh wow, you are good. No. God, God has done a selection. If you are in the days of Abraham, just be Abraham's friend. That's all. Don't pray. Don't pray that God will give you some. You are not getting it. If you are in the days of Noah, when he finished building the ark, give him money. Just, <laughs> just enter his ark. I don't know the day when we say, how many people were saved? Your name will be mentioned. Like, for example, God has grace, Pastor Chris, with the, the uh, message of eternal life. If you want to know anything about eternal life, just go and look for his message and listen to it. You, you, forget it. Don't, don't say, I want to take the scriptures, God should teach me directly. God is just looking at you. See, 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 see this boy. <laughs> there are men that men put, uh, God put, like, for example, the, 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 the subject of faith. There are men I listen to. Those people, they don't... Why are they even quoting scripture? Faith has entered you. (laughs) You can see these people, they know the faith. They understand the faith and they are the faith. God has given such people such grace to be able to communicate it. Because many times, you can know something and not be able to communicate it. When I say communicate, I'm not talking about English. You should be able to communicate the spirit of it. Let me tell you, on, 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 um, on Sunday, one of the things that happened to a lot of people was Jesus became alive to them. That's most of the testimonies I was getting. Jesus became alive. Jesus became alive. You know, it's like you, you could see Jesus in, in your heart. Let me put it this way. It's like Jesus came alive. It's like you realize that, oh, I didn't really know Jesus. You understand? I communicated the message, but with the spirit of the message. So, that's how it is. I said, those ones are acts of mercy. But there's also another realm where you can take the scripture and make it alive. And that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, as you spend time with the scripture and with the Holy Spirit, He can bring the scripture alive to you. Remember, I said, the Holy Spirit is the life. Okay, I'm going to give you this one. How many of you remember uh, this scripture where the Bible says that the waters flew issued out from the temple? It says, and it, um, first it was at the ankle level, then it came to the knee level. But some of them don't know that scripture. All right. Ankle level, then it came to the knee level, Ezekiel 36. Then to the waist, then it said, overflow. Then Bible says that, Everywhere those waters got to, he said, they healed, those things lived. 
when you study, go and study it. When you study the order of the, live, of the living of those things, it started from plants. Then it came to the animals. Then it came. When you go and read the book of Genesis, it is the same way God did creation. So anytime the Holy Spirit invades your life, He restores you to the Edenic system. Someone say Holy Ghost. So, you, you might hear about the grace of God and never, ever, ever, ever experience it. Oh, grace. Oh, grace is giving people money. Oh, grace. Because that is the what. But why did God do it? Because of His love. But how will we experience it? By the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The word fellowship over there, let me be raw, alright? Sometimes we try to make some things... Sex can never exist if it never existed in the spirit realm. Sex cannot be, it cannot be a phenomena. Or cannot be a phenomenon if it never existed in the spirit realm. Sex exists in the spirit realm. It is something in the spirit realm. No, I don't know why you are surprised. I said I want to be very raw. So that you understand it when you are filling with the Holy Spirit. When you are filling with the Holy Spirit, the, the, the true, the true, um, the, uh, Ascension in fellowship with the Holy Spirit is intimacy. That's the word, intimacy. And that's the word, intercourse. If you have not gotten to that level, you see, sometimes we are in a hurry because of our need. We are in a hurry to just rush on God. Quickie. Tell Pastor Claude that these people are eating some food over here that they know nothing about. Intercourse. No, no. What, I don't know how you people read the scriptures. What do you think? What do you think the angel told Mary? He said the Holy Ghost are overshadow you. Hey! Where intercourse is going on? Some. There must be an overshadowing. He said, because this child cannot come out until there's an overshadowing. You have not allowed the intercourse. Basic message. Basic message. Intercourse. He said, the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Then somebody asks, oh, oh, but sir, please, well, 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 you know, when you say things like this, it's not really true because when, there's, when, when a man and a woman, like, there must be release of sperm. Oh, holy, wait, 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 wait. Bible says being born again, not of corruptible sperm, but of the incorruptible. By the word of God, that lives and abides forever. So when the Holy Ghost overshadows you and that's intimacy, he speaks to you and it enters your spirit. And your spirit is like that egg that receives the word of God. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Don't feel embarrassed. You, because you know what I'm talking about. You know it already. Don't behave like you don't know it. Don't behave like you don't know what I'm talking about. Some people are saying, oh, pastor, pastor, please, pastor, please.
some things the Holy Ghost can never do with you when you are outside. You look at it. Some of you ladies here, if a guy is holding your oh no, 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 let's go inside. Hey! <laughs> some people are going out. It's like they feel some way about about their message. They are feeling some way about their message, but I won't stop preaching the message. Should I keep preaching the message? Should I keep preaching the message? Let the romance begin. Shambala Bazone, Rantakabasune, Bantakabaduse. Let me tell you something. In ministry, when you depend on your gift, you run dry. You depend on gift, you run dry. There's something that never fails. It is called rub off. When you spend more time with the Holy Ghost, He rubs off on you. You step out and people begin to feel a certain way. It is not gifts. At that time, you have what have you, what have you done? You have collected license to function as God. At that time, it is not about gifts. It is not I have an anointing for finances. No. Anything is possible. Intimacy. This is what I want to give you on my birthday. Go and crave intimacy with the Holy Ghost. Walk into your room. Without this, your Christianity, I'm telling you, without the Holy Ghost, your Christianity will be another dead religion. Your Christianity will be another dead thing. That's where you'll now be wondering where is God and where is God and where. That is where you ask all those foolish questions. Because when you enter your room alone and you're with the Holy Ghost and that intimacy is going on, you, sometimes you are lost. Intimacy. Intimacy. Sometimes, you know, when I'm feeling the Holy Ghost, it can be, it can be resting. You know, it's like you feel a spot on one side of your body. You know, just cry. Ah. Sometimes I'll just wake up <laughs> and I'll stand up on my bed. <laughs> and I'll just walk in my room. <laughs> Holy Ghost is okay. Holy Ghost is okay. I, I, I pray that you enter those realms in the name of Jesus. Ha, there's this song. I love the song. with me. Dance with 
the song of all songs. To the song of all songs. Romance me. Romance me, oh, lover of my soul. To the song of all songs. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. Fellowship, fellowship. By the Spirit of God, may you be ushered into a new realm of fellowship. That realm where you're speaking to the Lord and just tears will just be coming out of your eyes. Oh, wait, let me tell you this before we begin to pray. Do you know that there are some people God likes their company? God is a person just like you and I. Just like there are some people, when they come around, you like them, they, like, they, they, they have your vibe. They start talking like your vibe is there. Like you, maybe they start, you come around, you know that you guys can flow. The same way, God has people he flows with. When it comes to some people, people don't mind him. You are just, in, after something, nearly they feel the presence of God. Father, please, the thing I asked you the last time, no. There are some people God likes their company. I'm one of them. Because, because when it comes like that, you know, that, you know, when God likes your company, you know what you start experiencing? You will just be at a certain place and you just feel like praying. Sometimes God doesn't want you to go and pray. You just, you're just walking somewhere and all of a sudden it's just, it's like your heart is becoming heavy. Sometimes He doesn't want you to pray. He wants you to pass somewhere, sit down there and start talking to Him. Sometimes the good way to kick it is with your spirit. So you start with speaking in tongues. Then you go in with a song. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. As you are there like that, He will now take over. Then it will begin. Sometimes I can just be there, nothing is wrong, and tears will just be coming. Then I just know that He's calling me to fellowship. He's calling me. He's like, I want us to do something. Come and let's do it. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? I pray that you will do it with God. Listen. Power means nothing. Means nothing. The person is everything. Today, I want all of us, I know all of us, maybe some of you fellowship with the, with the Holy Spirit, some of you don't. I want us to renew it, even if we fellowship. I want us to renew the Holy Ghost. You know, because sometimes you can be in a relationship with a person, you just, you just call the person and say, you see, you know, Although you're already mine, you know. I, I just want you to know today that, you know, you are like my everything. Not like my everything, like you are my everything. I don't know what I'll do without you. I remember when I was a fellowship leader, I used to do it. I used to do it. When we finish all night like that, I'll gather all of them in a round circle. Everybody come one by one, come and vibe God. I'm serious. Then all of them will come. Holy Spirit, since I was a child, then I'm telling vibes. Sometimes, some vibes out here, I'm like, God is hearing all these things. <laughs> ah, so one, one guy, his, his, his vibe is, is a popular one. To love is something. 
to be loved is something, but to, I've forgotten the quote, but to love somebody who loves you back is, hey! The vibes. It's time to vibe God now. Go ahead, lift your hand. Now, you and God alone, don't look at anybody, you. Vibe, vibes. Let vibes come out of your mouth. It's my secret. Vibes. David knew how to do it. Vibes. with me, dance with me today. 
follow you to your house follow you to your room may you live in it continually I've been fellowship with the Holy Spirit for almost 10 years like this always in tears and in deep love if God cannot talk to you God can, then it means he does not trust you There are things he will never tell you to do. Behold, you have come over the hills and upon the mountains. To me, you have run, my beloved. You captured my ever.
Father, we bless you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your kindness. Holy Spirit of God, I want to thank you for everyone who came out here to worship with me on my birthday and to speak of the Holy Spirit. Lord, our fellowship with the Holy Spirit is renewed to a greater measure. Lord, if anything, we don't want to miss you. If anything, we want to maintain this fellowship till you come. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Lord, I bless them with the presence of God, with the ability of the Spirit, and with the might of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.